1: need to know what's happening it's, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with carl Duke, brian baldinger and jason la Conforta. all right guys um maybe the best game of the weekend we'll see but this is what i do know this is josh allen's time if you're not gonna win this game at home which you would not have not had against the chiefs the last two times is not happening so we're talking chiefs on the road against the bills This is the 6.30 game on Sunday. Who knows what the weather will be? Who cares? I still think we're going to get a good game. And I think the Chiefs, for the first time, Baldy and Jason, are going to have to prove that Patrick Mahomes can go on the road and win in the playoffs, which he hasn't done. Some people will dismiss that and say, well, it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what to think. You played all these home games and Super Bowls. I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday when you go up to Buffalo and you're on the road. Maybe he makes it look easy. But let's talk about this game because the Chiefs did what they needed to do. They advanced. And now they are on the road in years past, the last two times. And remember, they changed the overtime rules the last time these two teams met because of that game in which the Bills didn't get the ball back. I mean, and I think he had uh, four touchdowns in that game. I'm talking about Josh Allen. So what do you think? 31 points, guys. Just
0: to remember, because it blew my mind. I had to go back and. 31 points were scored in that game after the two-minute warning.
1: Yes. Okay. So,
2: look, I remember going into week 18 this past season when Buffalo went down to Miami. And Buffalo, if they lost the game, they could have been eliminated from the playoffs. And I said, I don't care what happens in that game. I need Josh Allen in the playoffs. We, 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 need, we need our stars. And so, look, this is the modern-day Brady Manning. They got to play in the regular yeah. season. We need to see him in the postseason. We just need to see it. And all the talking heads and all the pregame show, it's great. But we just put the cameras on these two quarterbacks. Let them go to work. What we saw Josh Allen just do to Pittsburgh. What we saw Mahomes do in 33 below zero weather. <clears throat> like the moment can't it's never big enough. They're 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 bigger than. Any moment atmosphere, I expect Mahomes to go into Buffalo and embrace the element. He's got a, a legitimate target now. And Rasheed Rice, he's proven it right now in what he can do, how they use him. Kelsey looks like he's back. Pacheco can run it in a power run game. Like, they, this game has everything it takes. Now, we got to see the health of some of these Buffalo Bill defenders. If they got to go out there and play A.J. Klein at linebacker, I mean – Like, that's where they're at with this thing. Kyrie Elam, I know he got the interception, but there's a reason why he's been on the bench as a first-round pick. You know, uh, we got to see if Benford's back. Like, Buffalo, like, they they lost five defenders in that game. Like, you can't sustain that type of loss on this defense and still, you know, contain Mahomes in this offense right now. So I'm, I'm curious about that. But I'm just so happy that these two quarterbacks are here. Because they'll they'll put it they'll will it they'll, they'll will it they'll put it on their shoulders whether they're running it throwing it extending it diving over the end zone fourth down runs um, they're gonna you know this they're gonna leave it all on the field and that's when we're sitting back on Sunday night at nine o'clock at night in the fourth quarter like we're just gonna enjoy
1: the moment I think. Jason, a lot of people will talk this week about the game in which, you know, the Bills won in, in Kansas City. And we know how that played out with the lateral and the officiating. All right. Put all that aside. Right. I mean, that has nothing to do with what we're going to see on Sunday night. What are we going to see on Sunday night? I think
0: we're going to see a, a hotly contested um, first rate football game. I, this is one where I'm not sure about the scoring, though. Um I, I think this is an under game. Do you know that Patrick Mahomes has one passing touchdown in his last six games? Six? Just, just think about this. One passing touchdown in his last six games. Patrick Mahomes on the road this year, seven games, ten touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um, like, I, I'm very – look, I, there's mitigating circumstances here. I, I, I lean to the Bills, but the Bills are on a, a, a serious rest disadvantage here now. Like, the, there's two days rest difference here. And let's be real. Kansas City's game against Miami, maybe it wasn't over before it started. It damn sure was over at halftime. So that wasn't the kind of like mental toll that a playoff game usually is, right? I mean, those guys were in there sitting in the halftime warming up, saying, "All right, it's on to Buffalo." Um, whereas the Bills, you know, game got moved around, and then Baldy's point about the Bills secondary, you know, from Ross, Douglas, there's five guys in their linebacking core and their and their DBs whose status is imperative. I do, though, still wonder if McDermott can kind of – we talked about, like, Green Bay. You don't know where the ball's going, right? We talked about Baker Mayfield point guard could spread it anywhere. Patrick Mahomes has two guys he can trust, like three if McKinnon plays in the pass game. That's it. Like, he ain't – like, go look at the, where the ball's being funneled to down the stretch. It's Kelsey, it's Rice, and it's a little bit of gray in the red zone. That's it. Like, I don't think that's changing now on the road, you know, uh, uh, against – The Bills in Buffalo, where they're diving through fire-lit tables, like, I don't think this is the day to rediscover Kadari's Tony. Can you catch the ball? I think that's out, right? So I still think you kind of know where the ball's going. And to your point about the first game, Pacheco didn't play in the first game. I think there's going to be a whole lot of Neither of these teams can stop the run. Like, they're both really good defenses. They're top-ten scoring defenses. There's a lot of metrics that are great. They can't stop the run. You know, the Buffalo Bills are running the ball 52% of the time since they made the coordinator change. I don't think that's changing here. Josh Allen, way over 40 rushing yards, probably more like 60, 70. Sign me up for that. Josh Allen, anytime rushing touchdown, baked into the game. Like, he closes drives. Cook doesn't close drives. I thought playoff Lenny might close drives. They cut playoff Lenny. Latavius Murray don't close drives. Josh Allen closes drives. So, like, I I think that's the game of this. I think Pacheco runs the ball. Go look at the Chiefs. They're winning scripts. Pacheco's carried the ball 21, 22 times.
2: I've been saying since, you know, all the stats came out about how how frequently the Chiefs <clears throat> drop passes from the homes that and when the passing game wasn't looking good to your point, Jason, one touchdown pass in six games. I'm like, just morph into a power running football team, because when you watch Tooney and Humphrey and Trey Smith and any you, the tackles who aren't very good in protection, um, they're good. They're really good in the run game. They carve you up. Pacheco is a dynamic player. Uh, he had his injury. He's healthy. Like, they could become a power-running football team. And if you add Mahomes' runs into it yes. on third down and his scrambles, like, they can put up a lot of yards and chew up a lot of clock in the run game. And it'll be something that Chief fans probably, they'll accept and they'll take if it's a win. But that might be their best way right now.
1: Um, is James Cook what? What? How big of a role will he play in this game, guys? Huge. Well, I think it'd be a big role. I, I mean, he, he is
2: a dynamic player. He he's got tremendous feet. Um, this offensive line has been together all season. Um, they run tackle traps. They do a lot in the run game, and he's you know in, in, in the the running back in the line, they always have to each week. They always have to kind of go through a little dance. You need a, You get a, You need carries to find the rhythm and find the plays that work. And as long as they are feeding them and don't get away from it, which I don't think they will, this is what Joe Brady, I believe, is is going to lean on. Um, he'll get his yards. He'll 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 find their runs because they're they're pretty good at doing that. All he had right.
0: Five we'll targets. He had five targets for eighty three yards in the first half of the game in Arrowhead. Yeah, like, I, that, and I then just, they used them to run in the second half. Like, I think that's, I, that's like, I think the Bills will try to achieve a similar script. Yeah. Like, screen game, high efficiency passes, design runs for the quarterback, you know, mixing it up between Cook and Latavius Murray, controlling the clock. We can talk about Patrick Mahomes never playing on the road and all that. It's still Patrick effing Mahomes and the more. He's on the sidelines. <laughs> right the better like i know the red zone passing game looks broken that's why again it's going to be pacheco 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 but like it's still andy reed and patrick mahomes and they might have a trick up their sleeve and baldy one thing we didn't touch on that i think we have to how much you think andy reed trusts his jumping twitching tackles in this game like how much do you think he trusts, And i know von miller's not von miller and this and that but like do you think he wants those guys? Driving this way or driving that way or going back like
2: this? Uh, Go for it. I mean, take advantage of your strength right here. Go forward. Get Juwan Taylor, Wandy Morris, get these guys in the run blocking scheme. Um, You know, I mean, you saw Broderick Jones struggle against Gregory Rousseau, um, you know, against Pittsburgh. I mean, he really struggled at right tackle in that game and Rousseau really outplayed him. And it was uh, it was a
1: big factor. All right, we're going to take a quick break, guys. It's in the huddle. We're coming back. We've got one other thing to cover, and everybody's talking about it. No movement in Dallas. Mike McCarthy's still there. No movement in Philadelphia. Nick Sirianni's still there. We know there are meetings to come. With that said, we've got the other teams around the NFL who are still looking for coaches Baldy and Washington Raiders, Falcons, Chargers, Carolina, Tennessee, and Seattle. We also know that Harbaugh interviewed with two teams. and We're talking about Jim now. Won the Chargers, and then we just found out last night he interviewed with the Falcons. That Falcons interview was in person, as was the Bill Belichick interview with Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons. So there's a lot of stuff going on, but the Harbaugh thing, is he making this jump? Because he certainly is entertaining all of this, but he did this last year, didn't he? He does this Mm -hmm. every year. And the year
2: before, you know, right. he, really wanted, he really wanted the Minnesota he the Vikings job. He, he, he wanted the Minnesota Vikings job. They went with Kevin O'Connell. Um, one thing about Jim Harbaugh, you better be prepared to write a big check. All right. It might be the biggest check. I mean, whether it's Michigan or whether it's one of these NFL teams. And then, oh, by the way, when he brings his staff with him, you better be running three to million right dollar line.
0: coordinators, maybe four million dollar coordinators. Ball. <laughs> <It's not laughs> money. Maybe I mean, five he's going to dollar coordinators. No, I mean, and Jason,
2: your point. Money. He's going to take care of and He's going to take money. care of his coaches.
0: You're making five. You're making three. Position coaches. You're making one point five.
2: Let's go. Oh yeah. He's a
0: billionaire. Let's get into well. That ass.
2: Oh, yeah. But that's one. But that's one of the reasons why his coaches are so loyal. They yes. know they're going to make head coaching type money as yeah. coordinators. Yeah. so and he leans on those guys. You know, he Jim's not one of those guys that's got his head in these charts looking at plays, like he's he's watching the game and he's managing the game. Um, so look, I, like I think he's the biggest free agent, but this Belichick thing is real. And because, look, whether it's a year, two years, wh- if I was Arthur Blank, one of the reasons why I would be interested in Bill Belichick is because I want to see the operation. I want to see how he puts this thing together. I want to learn his strengths for long-term. Like I'm looking at the, well, he might be there two years. I want to see it for the next 10, 15 years. Like what separates him from what he's had, Dan Quinn. He's had all these different guys in Atlanta. What separates Bill Belichick? And does he need a great general manager uh, at this point in his career? And do we have that, you know, in place for him? So there's a lot of things there. And then, and then this Philadelphia and Dallas thing, I just think both owners didn't wait, want to make real emotional decisions after heartbreaking losses. And you go, do we blow it all up right now? Or is this salvageable in Philly if you just change the coordinators? Like, I think they're taking their time, but I don't, I think both these things can be changed here this week. Like, I, I almost expect changes in both places before the week is out. And if those open up, Belichick, Brable, um, Harbaugh, like, this thing could really expand, Jason.
0: What about Belichick to Philly? Because that's the one – I didn't think he fit – like, the ones that we knew were opening up, I didn't think he fit anywhere. Now, the ones that were TBD for me were Philadelphia – Dallas, maybe if that Tampa thing went totally sideways against the Eagle, but, like, I just wonder, like, he's got to respect. I know Howie's reputation before. I think Howie's reputation has changed a lot. Like, there's no way that Bill Belichick can't respect the way Howie exploits people in trades, the way Howie works a draft board. Like, a lot of Belichick's weaknesses in his latter stage are Howie's strength. Like, it's two interesting personalities, but let's be real. It's two to three years. Like, If Bill Belichick goes to Atlanta, let's just think about it. If Bill Belichick goes to Atlanta in that horseshit division and can't win more than seven, eight games, I got news for you. He just took a dump on his legacy, right? The Bill Belichick story will be written, couldn't finish above 500 without Tom Brady. Like, that's the risk in it. Like, I I get it. Maybe he goes there and dominates that division. But, like, if he goes there and it's lipstick on a pig and he can't get to Shula and it's not great, he doesn't have a quarterback, I got news for you. It's going to be one thing with Brady. Pretty marginal without him. If he well, goes to the Eagles and wins an NFC East title, right? Which I think he could probably do year one and whip some people into shape. Like you know that there's a mutual love and hate thing between Philly and New England. Like that I think that's the one, Baldy. Where like,
1: well, I can you know, you know, they all you know so learn from him
2: and there's a coach in waiting. Well, I mean, obviously, you know Jeffrey Lurie comes from. You know, that part of the country where he knows all about, you know, Bill Belichick and and, you know, the the, the Kraft family. And then, you know, they, they brought Chip Kelly in in 2013. And Chip's biggest influence was Bill Belichick. And they were they always scrimmage each other when, when Chip was yeah. there. And so Bill was in Philadelphia. Um, Mr. Laurie was up in New England. I was at some of those scrimmages. Uh, they're all watching Tom Brady, you know, just be Tom Brady. And so. I, there's such a, a respect, mutual respect, I think, between the organizations and really how Philadelphia wanted to build their, their franchise was in the eyes of what Bill Belichick, multiple championships. We want to compete, you know, developing quarterbacks. And like I can see this thing. If you get a chance to get Bill Belichick in your building, I mean, why wouldn't you at this stage if you're Jeffrey Lurie and you want to win championships and you've got a pretty good roster? Yeah, Kelsey's stepping away, but you've got a lot of young talent. You still got a good offensive line. You've got a quarterback that is all about focus and team and all the things that Bill Belichick preaches. Like this thing could be put together pretty quickly.